This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a new CardsCast, a special Kenny Payne edition of the CardsCast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. And Jody, you had a chance to sit down with the Cardinals New head coach recently talked about a, a just a plethora of topics, um, you know, from recruiting to uh, establishing the program again to where the expectation levels are and so much more, everything in between. Uh, what was it like to to sit down for you know twenty plus minutes with Kenny Payne? Uh, I mean, first of all, he is as genuine as it seems. Like he he's just. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I've I've known Kenny since you know we were here when since he was here before, and uh, when he came back to get his degree and all that kind of good stuff. So he is legitimately a really good dude. Um, he's a fun guy to be around, and um, I, I think what you see is what you get, or what you hear is what you get. For those that are uh, that listen, for those that see on TV, or that listen on the radio, that listen to podcasts, that li- that read interviews and all that kind of stuff. There's no fake. There's no. Uh, there's no real. There's no real pomp with him. I mean, I, I know a lot of people. I, I've had people in the media tell me that like, oh, he's gonna be. He's kind of gonna be boring. And for it, it, it really. It's. I wouldn't say boring is the word. I, I think it's more just kind of. He's kind of just no nonsense. It's kind of a lack of a. It, it's. It's uh, it's almost like a kind of like, yeah, man, you know, relaxed and and just a down to earth feel. So I, again, I don't think I would say boring like like some people. Um, he's not going to tell you a ton, which might mean that for some people that is boring. But he's not going to tell you a ton of things. But what he does, there's always messages in those. Yeah, you're not going to hear him saying so and so is the best player I've ever seen or bunch of hype and things like that. I mean, he basically, you know, as we discovered quickly on when he was first introduced as a head coach, um, which seems like so long ago already, um, but he's just, you know, like you were saying, he's just one of those genuine guys that tells you, you know, speaks from the heart really. Um, And, you know, you could hear it from, again, from that introductory press conference. And I think you'll hear it again here uh, in your conversation that you had with him. Yeah. And um, you know, Michael, it's, um, when he, the crazy thing is, he's not going to tell you that he's not going to tell you that he thinks, you know, L. Ellis or Sidney Curry or one of those guys is going to be like the, the main guy. He's not going to tell you that JJ Trainer is going to be a breakout guy. He's not going to tell you things like that. But what he is, like I said, what he is going to tell you and what he's going to do is he's going to speak the truth about things that he's asked and, um, and then not go into too much more detail. And that's just how he is, that's how he was as a player. Uh, it was how he was when he was interviewed when he was younger. That's how he was when he was an assistant, you know, when he was assistant at Oregon and assistant in Kentucky. That's how he was with the Knicks. He's just kind of learned that throughout the years. And that's, that's how he is. And, uh, and so you are gonna have to live with it. Now, with that said, I, I'm excited to, to have him and hear from him on, on a number of occasions. I think that we will hear from him, uh, you know, this off season before next year, uh, this for us being the first one, he sat 
down with me and had a, a, a nice chat about a number of different things. Um, you know, nothing, I, again, he's not the kind of guy that's going to make news. Rick Pitino in 25 minutes would have made seven news stories. <laughs> I kid, maybe two news stories, maybe three. Um, you know, it, it, Kenny Payne's not going to be that guy. But he is going to again answer everything he got, and he's going to get you excited for the for the season. And uh, and I think that's for me my takeaway after sitting down with him. I'm excited for the season. He's really jacked up about the six guys he's got coming back. He really talks highly of those other guys that are coming in already. You know the guys that, that the transfers and the newcomers that are coming in, and he knows he needs some other players. Um, I, I think the most important maybe the most interesting thing to me, Michael, out of the whole thing was the talk about the offers um, and, and, and the talk about the, uh, I, I did ask him about Crawford Jim, about how can you can maybe rekindle some of that magic uh, that, that they got in Crawford Jim back in the day. It's a cool answer from him. Uh, but the answer about the offers to me, you read the story. If you haven't, it's on our front page. Um, Kenny Payne wants an offer to Louisville to quote mean something. And in so many coaches in so many programs, and I'm not saying Louisville, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not pointing out, I'm just saying they're all over the place. You know, I mean, I used Ohio state and Texas as an example, um, you know, and, and there's a couple schools that have 30 or more offers that have been given out. Think about that 30 or more offers given out by a school that has two or three scholarships in the class. And, oh yeah, you've got that thing called the transfer portal. So you're probably not gonna take many guys anyway out of the freshman class. So people just throw out offers. And, and as Kenny Payne said, he wants it to mean something. So they're not gonna do that. And I thought to me, that was the most interesting thing. You know, and I, and, and I think that points to kind of the message that he's been portraying since he became head coach. And, and that's one where it, it takes everybody. Um, where he wants the program to mean more again, to to get to the levels and the expectation levels that Louisville fans, Cardination has always put it at. And it, clearly it obviously has had its struggles uh, in recent years and hasn't uh, lived up to that expectation. Um, and I think, you know, by going and making the offers, you know, mean something, that's kind of along that same line. He wants to, you know, Louisville to, means something not just on the recruiting trail not just on the on in the games but overall the program is something that this community used to really rally behind and you could tell over the last few years i mean the community um has just been clamoring to get excited over the over the program and i think that's something that uh, that will come across again uh in this uh visit you have with them yeah i i definitely think that will come across and again some interesting stuff from him and some interesting stuff on some of the uh, the returning players and some recruiting and some other things. So without further ado, let's get to it. Our one-on-one -on -one interview here at CardinalAuthority.com with Louisville basketball coach Kenny Payne. What have the first 60 days been like? Uh, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind. Um, just digesting all the things that need to happen to have success here from the players um, to the community to the administration, trying to digest all of that and do what what's best for this program and, and get it started off the right foot. Do you f you have to feel? I, mean, you, I know you love your staff. Everything that's happened. I mean, it, at times it probably seems 
fat, too fast for you, too slow for you. You know, there's there's just so many weird things that you have to put in place. Do you feel good right now, though? About I feel where you're very, at? I feel very good. Um, I wish I could take a second after, for example, you put together this great staff. Um, you would like to take a day or two and take a deep breath and say, "Wow, this is an impressive staff." You can't because it goes to the next thing. It goes to the recruiting, putting the team together. Uh, it goes to building relationships in the community. Um, it goes to the obligations of um, speaking engagements and on and on and on. So many other things that need to happen as well. So many people said you were ready for this opportunity, that it was time for you to get this opportunity. Have you had any surprises along the way in the first couple of months that, that you weren't ready for? Uh, not yet. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there will be some, but um, right now I think the best advice I ever got was do it with your heart. Trust your instincts. Um, do what's right. Um, and the rest will fall into place. It's no different than I'm telling parents in the recruiting process to look in the hearts of the people that you're dealing with and talking to um, and trust your instincts. It's no difference in, in this job for me. Um, look at the kids, look at what they're really trying to accomplish, who they are. Look at the community, look at the business leaders and see who they are. Uh, look at the university, the, the athletic director, Josh and, and Lori, the, the interim president, look at who they are. and. You know, that'll help you through the process so much more than the words that come out is who they are. You were prepared for this moment, weren't you? I mean, I and feel you, like do I you was. feel like you're, you're seeing that now with, what, with, with how you're putting things together? I, I feel like my instincts, um, probably if I had to think about it and write it down a million times, you know, you can overthink things. But when I hear what a problem is and I hear what a situation is, and my instincts say, okay, this is how you handle it. I've been in this game a long time, um, and I learned a lot from Cal. I learned a lot from Ernie Kent. Uh, learned a lot from Tom Thibodeau. And a lot of these situations aren't brand new. Um, they were things that came up with those, and I watched them happen. How different is it building a roster? right now than it was five years ago, two years ago even, with the transfer portal and everything that's going on? It's, it's difficult because you have to decide and you have to find out exactly what are the dynamics that you're dealing with. There are kids out there that are making decisions strictly off NILs. Mm -hmm. um, that's a mistake. Um, and not that a school may or may not have a bunch of NIL money, whatever it is. But the fact is, you never can go wrong if you go with the hearts of the people that you're going to work with. Um, let that be first. And then, are they qualified to help you reach your goals and dreams? And are they going to help you become a better player? That should be second. Um, and then you just go down the list of things and, and you make a decision based on that, opposed to you know, NIL. One, one of the dads, Devin Ree's dad, said publicly, NIL was not really discussed with you guys. Yeah. 
is that kind of how you approach it? I mean, if they ask, you have to talk about it, but it's not the main selling point with you right now? For me, um, the NIL situation, look, we all have NIL. So I don't want it to be a discussion with a basketball coach. I don't want to be the person. I have an athletic director. I have a person that's over the NIL. Um, I have a compliance person. Have that conversation with them. And then we'll go from there. That's the way it should be. Right. Everybody talks about the NCAA thing, which I know you've said you wouldn't have come here if you felt it was a huge deal. People have talked about how difficult recruiting can be or has been in the la- in the past few years with that cloud over it. Has it been more difficult than you thought to recruit because of that or because of anything else? I think anytime a program is not where it should be, like Louisville has not been where it should have been, um, and there are schools, 15, 20 schools that are above it, um, maybe more, I don't know. But whoever that is that are, that are above it, do they really want to see Louisville come up? <laughs> and so when I'm recruiting and what I learned from being in this business is that if I come up, somebody else has to come down. And if I really come up, multiple schools have to come down. And what I want to avoid is I don't want to spend all my time diffusing lies. Of course, other schools are going to bring up, you know, Louisville and a probation or whatever a penalty may be. Well, I know that from jump, so I took this job where I had a great job. And when Josh and I talked, I said, give me the worst case scenario. What do you think? They gave me a parameter. I made this decision. I left a really good job. And I'm here because I believe in what what this is. The guys you have on this team, I know you haven't done a lot with them and haven't been able, but I know you've watched film. You've gotten to know them a little bit. Tell me about L. Ellis. What do you think about what you've seen from him? And and he kind of started to become a little bit of a leader at the end of last year. L. has been great with me. Um, The first step was getting him to talk to me uh, honestly and tell me what he needed from me as his coach um, and from the staff. And the first thing was honesty. I need you to believe in me. I need you to help me. Um, And that made it easy. For that kid to meet me for the first time and and say, you know, I need you to help me. Um, I want to have a great relationship with you. I want us to work together. I mean, for a kid to say that shows trust and maturity on his behalf. So when we start, I explained it. Like, it's going to be hard. But at the end of it, it's going to be rewarding. Who's better to show people in this community and show this country the adversity that L and Sydney and Jalen and all these kids went through that are on this team last year. The adversity that they went through to flip it and make it a success story. He has talent too, doesn't he? He's very talented and he has to want to. He wants to do right. He wants to be a good player. So we're going to help him do that. What about Sydney? He came in here, it, it wasn't even a year ago when he got here, and they came to the soft, they had a softball game, and he looked so out of shape and so big. 
and he works so hard to get to a point. You have to love to see that first of all, and, and his attitude. Uh, Sydney, first thing when he came and sat down with me in this office, first time, second time we met, and he told me, Coach, I was three hundred pounds. I'm like, how? He was like, I was three hundred pounds, and I'm now two forty, two fifty, whatever it is, like. That showed his dedication. That showed his focus, his discipline. Of, and that's the first step now. Think about a kid going from 300 to 240. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had to pay a severe price to get that weight off you. Right. So now that means there's nothing else that's going to be harder than that. Right. <laughs> because you've shown the willingness to do whatever it takes to be at your optimum. J.J. Trainer the other, the opposite way, he lost weight last year in the offseason and came back where I think he was behind a lot of guys, yeah. and there were so many difficult things that, that happened with him. How do you get that mindset for him to get the work ethic and, 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 and to gain some of that weight to, to be a viable member of this team? Great question. I don't know if it's more about weight. Um, he came in yesterday and saw me and sat down in here with me, and I talked to him about there's your goal of where you want to get to. There's my goal that's going to be a little bit more of what your goal is as a player and as a work ethic. So when you hit that wall and you surpass your goal and you get to my goal, and when you get there, I'm moving it up a little bit higher. (laughs) So if you embrace the work, the toughness of it, the fight of it, and you learn to that you can conquer all of this, how good will you be? Have you ever been, in your mind, the best shape of your life? Have you ever seen that? Do you have any idea what that looks like? Well, let's find out what it does to you as a player when you're in the best shape of your life. Let's, let's see what happens to him. What about Jalen Withers? up and down his career two years ago was fantastic at times last year didn't see the floor at times but it appears like he's got a ton of talent he has a bunch of talent he's a a very good person um a high character kid that wants to be really good and a lot of this is confidence um if you don't exude confidence into young people. Sometimes they are looking for you to do that. And it's, I hate to say it, but at times you have to give and you have to let them know it's okay to think great, to be great, to know that there's greatness inside of you. So with him, I'm expecting to give him what he needs and for him to get to a point where he believes in himself more than I believe in him. Kind of the same with Roosevelt because he had an injury, missed a whole year, played some, showed some some signs. Um, don't you feel like he's a guy that can really help you guys? No question about it. I sat in this office last two weeks ago and I could see the treadmills over there, and I'm watching him run on the treadmill and a seven footer or six eleven kid that can run like that. I'm like, whatever your hangups are, right. let's get past them. Whatever your insecurities are, whatever your doubts are, let's get past them. 
But there's only one way to get past him, and that's hard work. <laughs> so we're going to get him there. That's my goal. Last year, I watched him practice the day before Mike James got hurt. Yeah. He was the best player on the floor. Yeah. Um, do you expect big things from him? Have you? I mean, I don't know how much he's – I don't know where he's at or how much you've gotten to do with him, but, but kind of your expectations for Mike. Um, there's a group in Florida – the AAU program that I'm very close to, um, Kevin Knox, who mm -hmm. played at Kentucky. His father is a dear friend. Uh, Steve Reese, who runs mm -hmm. the Florida Rebels, who coached Mike. Um, even before I got the job, they talked to me about his energy, his effort, his fight, his determination to be great, his character. Um, I never thought at that time that I would be coaching at Louisville. But when I met him for the first time and I told him, like, you understand there's a connection that me and you have um, that I'm going to embrace you. And if what my brothers told me is true about you, you're going to be a great player here at the University of Louisville. The three guys you've already added, pieces that you needed, obviously you need more. How, how do you feel about what you've added and what you still need to add right now to this to make this roster complete? If I can add another player, um, and when I mean player, um, really it starts with the guard play. Right. If I can add a guard or two, um, then we got a pretty good group, if it's the right guards. And there's only a couple out there that we're really interested in. Um, but if I can add two really good guards to go with this group and a wing player um, or a, you know, just a versatile player, right. a basketball right. player, this has got a chance to be a good team. Um, but at the end of it, it's not, it's not about – I know people don't think – lowly of this, but the culture is more important than the winning and losses, especially starting out. Does the culture not take care of the future? The culture will set the standard for the future. And if we do this right, and if we get lucky and get a couple of these kids, and we train a certain way in the process of work, the process of character, building togetherness, and it's going to be sustained for a long time. I know you have a lot of people that work around you, like you said, Josh and, and Dr. Gonzalez, and that you've got a lot of other people, Kenny, marketing, and that Louisville Live has been a huge deal. Yeah. Do you, you were part of Big Blue Madness. Do you want to see things like something like that continue, and, 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 and can you use that? Of course. I think I said it before, this is bigger than just me. I need everybody. Mm -hmm. um, I need there to be a love, a passion with this program that really supersedes the winning and losing. I want them to take pride in their school, but not just when it's doing good, right. also when it's struggling a little bit because we all say this all the time, but do we really understand that the road to greatness comes with a lot of adversity. This will be no different. There are going to be stumbling blocks. There's going to be obstacles. But in order to get to greatness, we're going to have to fall down, bump our head, 
get up, dust ourselves off, and keep going. You talk about championship mentality a lot. Your staff with different people, you know, you've had it. Go all the way back to 86 when you didn't, you know, you're sitting there, but you celebrate. It, it, it starts there, doesn't it? I mean, it starts at the very bottom for, for a program. For me, coming out of Mississippi and coming to Louisville, um, you know, I was this young kid that I thought I knew. But as my freshman year went along, then I began, and not consciously, unconsciously, recognizing, like, this is what winning is about. This is why the fundamentals of the game are so important. From a coach saying, use the backboard. From Denny saying, when you're at angles, shoot it off the glass. To guards being able to post up, bigs being able to play on the perimeter. To be a good offensive team, you have to be a great passing team. Um, there are dynamics that I witnessed that I never thought about as a player, and you don't know better as a freshman. You just think you go out and play. It's so much more than that. Um, the having Coach Crom talk to me about 12, 6, and 6, um, that's always stuck with me, being versatile, um, being a good teammate being high character, being a rebounder, being a guy that can get assists and score. And on our shorts, I still remember it, defense wins. Defense wins, yeah. Is there any way to recreate Crawford? Not, Crawford Jim's never going to be recreated, but is there any way for you to even try to get some of that magic that you guys had of, of open gym games, of, of summertime basketball, of the – you said you need everybody. I need everybody. That was everybody, wasn't yes. it? Yes. You know, as you asked that question, the first thing that came to mind is pickup games with the former players coming here to watch. Right. Um, that's a way of recreating because they'll never forget playing in that gym and it was hot. Right. Maybe we turned the AC on. <laughs> I don't know, but – um, to have the best of the best play here, pick up against these kids so that they get confidence in who and what they are. Right. Um, so that they feel good about playing. Right. So that they get to touch good and great players. Right. And having former players here watching them to advise them, to have a conversation, to whatever it is. Like, this is, has to be all in. This has to be all in. I know Kenny's going to come get me in a minute. Um, your recruiting philosophy, how will you – you haven't thrown a lot of offers out yet. Some staffs throw a 1,000 offers and see if they can stick. Many staffs, and I know at UK, you guys were very selective of who you offered. Yep. Will you be that way? Will it be a little middle ground, or how will you, you – know, how, how will it be, you feel like? What I want to do is I want to be honest with families. Um, I want them to know that I'm not just watching you play in a game, AAU or a high school game, and saying you got to offer to Louisville. I want you to know that offer means something. That offer also means that I've done my homework on you. I know your mother. I know your father. I know your, your support group. This is real. This isn't just 
I saw you get 20 points and now I'm going to throw you an offer. This is a relationship that's going to be built on honesty and trust on both sides. And this offer means something. It's not just a blanket offer. Um, yeah, when they throw 100 out, it just doesn't mean as much, it does it? It doesn't mean anything. And, and basically, the way that I want to do it is say, I know what your gifts are. Mm -hmm. I want to help you enhance those gifts. And in order to do that, I want to offer you a scholarship to the University of Louisville. But understand that means something. Right. My last question, red and black has always been true to you. But blue has been good to you yes. <laughs> for your career. There's no denying that. But yes. now that you're in this role, how do you balance? You know what I mean? You've got friends. Yes. And I know you said, you know, with Cal, with Mitch, I mean, different people, they're, they're friends. How do you balance that with the way the rivalry is and the way fans look at it differently than you do? Yeah. First of all, the amount of respect that I have for the people of Kentucky. The president, great man. The athletic director been unbelievable to me. To John Calipari, to all those assistant ADs, to even you know <laughs> teachers. Yeah. Um, they supported me. They were great to me. And instead of looking at it like I should hate them, why don't we look at it and say why did they embrace? one of ours <laughs> you know and and look is it going to be heated of course it's going to be heated um, but at the end of the day Cal said it best last week he calls me he says Kenny look I spoke to this group and they asked me about you and, and basically I told them I love Kenny Payne and I know Kenny Payne loves me I'm going to try to knock him in the head as hard as I can, and he's going to try to knock me in the head as hard as he can. But we'll always love and respect each other. Yeah. Um, John Calipari has been an unbelievable mentor, friend, confident that I've had in my life, and I appreciate him. Um, I'm going to try to win that game. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That was Louisville basketball coach Kenny Payne on our one-on-one -on -one interview here at CardinalAuthority.com. On the CardsCast, we appreciate Coach Payne taking the time to sit with us, discuss a number of different topics about his first couple of months on the job here at Louisville. Also, thanks to Kenny Klein, UofL Sports Information Director, who, by the way, is retiring, and we wish him the best after next month when he does retire Thanks to Kenny for setting up the interview. Keep clicking at CardinalAuthority.com. We'll have a very another very special edition of the Cards Cast later in the week. So be prepared and be ready 
it's football related. We'll see you then. It's the Cards Cast, Michael McCammon and Jody Dimling. The time has come for drag queens to save the world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. <laughs> Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, new season now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.